I want you to have a little laugh with me here. See this picture? Excuse me. Yeah, boy, that was a 1959. Little, little <laughs> That's amazing. A lot of performers uh, probably would be offended, but I thought maybe you'd get a kick out oh, of it. Oh, no, nice. And here's one here. Bring back some memories. It sure does. It sure does. I've got a, a ton of these, Rick. That's um, great. To me, your performance here tonight had special meaning. And what is significant about that that photograph is that you and I talked for 30 minutes, and when I got back to the studio, there was nothing on tape. Oh, really? What, what, so, it wasn't recorded? No, so this is the first time that uh, I've had anything. Uh, do you mind if I just check the tape to see if it's working? No, no, please. Go ahead. <laughs> a lot of people talk to you about, you know, your performance and everything. To me, if I just may make a statement before I ask you a question, and that is this. To me, and I don't know if anyone has ever put it in this light, you are one of the most significant people in the world of music for this reason. When I look back over your history of music, you did a lot for the black man by honoring people like Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, Baker Knight in your music. You also did a lot with a guy called Jimmy Burton, so much so that a man called Presley took him away. And I think the significance of Rick Nelson as history unfolds is that in those early days, you and a man called Elvis Presley had more to do with rock than anyone else. Oh, well, thank you very much for uh, putting me in that category. I, uh, I was very fortunate in being around during that time period. and. Uh, I think what happened is I, I probably filled a, a sort of an age gap there because, you know, Elvis is, is just, just a, you know, he's a little bit older than I am. And, yeah. Uh, you know, um, and so I think that, you know, he had his fans in, in that category and then, and then with the television show and, and both of those things kind of working for each other, uh, it kind of came together. But you, you've developed into... An all-round performer, you've extended yourself. The significance of Garden Party to me, and I know another man here asked a few minutes ago, was it, it's the new Rick Nelson era for you, isn't it really? You feel differently about the music than you did years back. Well, yeah, I do in, in the way that I, I feel that I really at least tried to make some sort of a contribution as far as you know, writing and, and uh, really making a personal commitment to what I'm doing. Right. And uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoy it, really. Now, I understand you're heading to, to Epic Records. Uh, is there a new, a new thing going to happen here? I heard one of the songs tonight that I hadn't heard before. Is this one of the new things we can look forward to, Rick? Yeah, it is. And uh, we've been mainly rehearsing with the album and things and haven't been out on the road at all. So it's really kind of the first time that we've had a chance to do it, you know, live in front of people. And it's kind of a, it's a little scary at first, you know. It really <laughs> sure. Is. It really is. But... Uh, I didn't realize you played the piano until tonight. Uh, well, thank you. I uh, I try, you know. You I know about four and a half chords on, <laughs> on it. But, uh, what is the song called, so I'll remember this when it comes out in Epic? Well, it's a song called On Dreams Alone. Yeah. I missed just the opening because, as you know, I was backstage here and uh, and brought you on. Uh, when do you go into session for the uh, for the Epic recordings? Uh, I, I'm not exactly, I'm not sure of the exact date, mm -hmm. but I think it'll be about three weeks. We, we start it, and uh, it, it usually takes a, a good month from the, the start to, sure. to the completion of it. What are we, uh, are we going to go more country, or are you just going to kind of feel your way? Uh, you, to me, uh, you're into the country bag, and that's where it is today. Something has to be right with it, with 1,555 stations playing it today. It seems to be the music people are going for. Well, you know, I think today the, a very positive thing about music is that something doesn't have to fit into one specific category to, be, to be played. Yeah, right. it doesn't have to be labeled as, as any specific thing. And that's what we really try to do. If we do a country song, uh, I would like it to, to sound like a country song, right. a legitimate song, you know. And the uh, same as, you know, a rock and roll song. And that's, 
with uh, the, the new band that I have, uh, the steel guitar player Tom Brumley, is he's so versatile, and the instrument itself is such a versatile instrument. Right. Everybody automatically sees it and associates it with uh, country music. I remember Tom, as a matter of fact, with the old Buck Owens, Buckaroos. Sure, he, he was a, with uh, Buck for about six years. How did you feel when probably one of the finest guitar players of all I kind of left your aggregate, or was it at the time you were not doing tours or what? Jimmy Burton and went with Presley. How'd you feel about that? Play? Oh, I, I, you know, I'm a very good friend of, of Elvis's, and uh, uh, I felt, you know, very good about it. There were really no hard feelings at all, and I'm, I'm, I'm still very friendly with James and and Elvis, and uh, really no problem at all. And I thought that I think it's great. You know? I think it's it's quite flattering that uh, that you all of your early recordings. I remember Dorsey and Johnny Burnett making a lot of contributions music-wise. Were they ever on any of the sessions, old days? Sure, a lot a lot of the uh, people like uh, Eddie Cochran was was a very good friend of mine, and and a lot of those guys used to uh, come down to the sessions and and sit in and, and play like rhythm guitars. And John, <laughs> Johnny and Dorsey were there, and and like you say, they wrote a lot of uh, earlier songs. For me. Gee, my memory serves me right, I think. When you mentioned Eddie Cochran, wasn't it his girlfriend that wrote one of your biggest songs? That's right, Sharon Sheely. She wrote Poor Little Fool. That's right, yeah. Poor Little Fool. See, oh, come on, guys, how about a hand for that memory, eh? <laughs> come on, Jack. Huh? How many guys are going to remember that, huh? All right. How, how are the twins? Oh, they're fine. They're uh, into everything. They're they're eight years old now, and they're, uh, they, you know, going crazy. You know? I have three of my own and I can relate to that. Uh, I was thinking tonight while well, watching on the stage you have a, such a cool laid back way about you and somebody said gee he's so relaxed up there and uh, I said yeah but don't get near him because I understand he's one of America's leading karate experts. Are you still at that? Or? Oh I'll tell you I, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, practicing it and everything and I did for about five five and a half years and I was really seriously involved in it but I, I haven't been for a while so uh, you know, I uh, I try to stay as agile as I can, and and so that I can, you know, I, I run fast too. You know, I get out of the way. What do you mean? Oh yeah, just get out of the way. Yeah. Rick, I know uh, you know you've had a tiring trip here. I want to thank you for taking time. I hope we've got something on tape this time, and it's been a long time since I've seen you. Good luck with your new horizons on Epic Records. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rick Nelson. <laughs>